Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Pawsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Now, here is the host of the ads maven, Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker and coach, Jen Pawsik. Welcome to the Ads Maven. I'm Jen Posick, and you are listening to Inspired Choices Network. Whew. So today we are talking all about what is working right now for Facebook ads and beyond. Um, so Facebook ads in May of 2020 look a little bit different uh, than they did in January of 2020, and obviously we don't exactly know what the changes will be, but we'll see what happens, right? So before I get into that, I want to have a little story time. So two weeks ago or so, I was on Facebook, and I was checking on some of my clients' ads, and all of a sudden the screen just like, flashed and I got a notification something went wrong and I needed to verify that I was me and that I wasn't being hacked and I got a notification from Facebook that I had to enter a code that was being sent to my phone right and this I mean this happens from time to time you know like you'll get a notification like oh you have to like verify that you are who you say you are and so I entered the code I was like great this will be two seconds everything will be fine it was not fine. So after that, Facebook was like, okay, cool. So you put in the code, but now you have to send us your ID. So I had to like get out my ID and take a picture front and back and send it into Facebook. And I was like, same time thinking, okay, great. I'm not a scammer. I'm who I say I am, who I've been the 12 years I've been on Facebook this will be fine. I'll get back to being on Facebook in just a second. But it still wasn't fine. And I could not actually log into Facebook until Facebook verified that I was who I said I was. But we're in the middle of a pandemic and everything is delayed. So anytime you're on Facebook, you'll see things that say like Facebook ads are taking longer to be approved right now. And a lot of that is because a lot of people who work at Facebook have been sent home to, I think they're like working from home or there's just fewer people in the office or anyway, things are taking longer because of that. Yeah. So a little bit stressful, right? So as this was going on, I'm thinking, okay, what can I do to speed up the process? So I was like, all right, I know I can chat with Facebook and get an actual real live person. By the way, the way to do that, if you go to, it's basically, I would go to like facebookforbusiness.com and I don't think that's the actual URL, but it will redirect you. And then you go to support and you have to scroll down to a section that says like get more help. And then you have to select that you need help with ads. And then you have to scroll down again and there'll be a chat button, but it's not always there. So Facebook is so tricky with that. And I, I was telling this story to a friend who was like, but you actually spoke to someone with Facebook? Like, that's like a leprechaun, which I totally get it. You can actually chat with somebody at Facebook, um, basically in Messenger. The problem with that, 
I had to log in under my wife's account to be able to even have access to that because what happened with my profile, it was basically like my entire profile disappeared. Like if I, when I went to my wife's profile and I was logged in as her, it said she was married, but it didn't say she was married to me. It just, it switched from like married to Jen Posick to just married because it was literally like my entire profile disappeared. I still like, I don't know what happened. I don't know why it happened. Anything like that. It was so crazy. So I get on Facebook chat and it took about 30 minutes of chatting with a Facebook person to get them to even understand, hey, I am writing in for my wife's account. This is what happened. And by the end of all of that, I was told, nope, she could not do anything to speed up the process. I just had to wait. So a little stressful because here's the thing. I am on Facebook all the time for my business. I communicate with several of my ads management clients primarily through Facebook Messenger. And obviously, yes, I have their emails. I have other ways to contact them. But that's the quickest, that's the fastest, that's how I tend to be in communication with them, right? Uh, it didn't matter that I had client ads to check on, which, thank goodness, <laughs> I am running my ads from a different uh, different space, different way, so that I was still able to actually check on them. Um, and it didn't matter that the whole premise of my business is Facebook. I just didn't have any access to my personal Facebook profile until Facebook verified that my ID was who I said I was. Now, I will tell you, I have another profile um, called Bout the Juice from years ago, back before business pages were really a thing. And that profile um, was, it was like a business page, but it was like a personal profile. Because again, it was before like business pages were really happening. And I, I don't know, in the last year, I logged in and accessed it and was using it um, for business stuff. And all of a sudden, one day, that one went away, actually, and Facebook said they needed my ID, which I sent to them and explained, like, hey, this is the profile. It's been around for literally years. It's before, like, business pages, all that. And they kept responding. It took, like, almost like a week for them to respond at a time. And they would say, oh, we can't, we can't read your ID. It's not clear enough. So I still don't actually have access to that account. So I was definitely worried that a very similar thing would happen with my Jen Posick personal profile. I had no idea. And so immediately I'm starting to think like, well, I can always like start a new profile. I can, you know, <sighs> thank goodness I had added my wife as an admin to my business page because otherwise I would have no way to access my business page. I mean, it's crazy, right? Here's the thing. This can happen to anybody. Like, anybody could have this happen to them because we don't own Facebook. We don't own Instagram. We don't own TikTok. We, we don't own social media platforms. So even though we use them, and I've been growing my business on Facebook for over five years, right? It can still happen. Now, I am very lucky. I did get my um I did get my account back after a little after 24 hours, right? But it was stressful. Now, 
I was telling uh, telling my mastermind group about it, and they're like, oh, my goodness, you are so calm right now because this was still in the middle of it. We had a mastermind meeting, and I was saying how, you know, what I would really like, my big goal is to get my Facebook page back. So, but the reason why I was able to, like, stay relatively calm, even though, like, yeah, it was crazy and it was stressful, I was still able to stay relatively calm because I knew I still had a way to contact my people. Even though, like, my Facebook personal page, I do post a lot of stuff. I do post a lot of business stuff. I knew I was still able to contact my people because I have an email list. So your email is really, truly, like, the backbone to your business. And when you build an email list, you own that list. So even if your Facebook goes away, your Instagram goes away, whatever goes away, you still have that list. Now, yes, I do know, like, people can unsubscribe. People don't always open it. However, when you send out an email, it goes out to everybody on your list. Now, if you've been listening to me for any amount of time, you probably know I'm a huge fan of growing your email list. It really, truly is like the backbone to your business. You can use it to give value, grow the know, like, and trust factor, turn your leads into clients. It's what I credit for growing my business. It's absolutely what I credit for growing my family's business. I've told you guys this plenty of times before. Sometimes I feel like I'm a broken record on the show and I'm sorry. I hope you'll forgive me. Hopefully you enjoy hearing things more than once. I know sometimes it does take multiple times for things to set in. Um, But with my family's business, I grew our email list to over 160,000. It's brought in well over 2 million in sales. And though that is really largely from running list building ads. It's also what I really credit for growing my clients' businesses. Everything that we do with my clients' ads are ultimately to get them on their email list, turn them into leads, get them signing up for a webinar or workshop or masterclass or whatever, um, giving them a lead magnet. It really is all about sending them to the email list, growing value, growing the know, like, and trust factor, and then selling to your list. So you guys also know this. I believe that the best way to grow your email list on Hyperdrive is through using ads. But I also know that running list building ads is so confusing for so many people. I literally talk to people every day, like all the time, that have so many different issues with it. So I had one friend who said, um, I love this quote, she said, the only person on my email list is me, but I have a 100% open rate. It made me laugh so hard because I know it can be hard to grow your list um, or people that have small lists that are super engaged, but they're already exhausted from launching or people who have a list, but then they're trying to run ads to continue to grow their list, but they know that the ads manager platform is not intuitive, which I know this. It is definitely not. There's a lot to it. And it's always changing. Like right now, there's like four different layouts to the ads manager. So they end up boosting posts because they get too frustrated inside ads manager. But you guys know, you know this, boosting posts waste money like 95% of the time. You know, if you're boosting a post, you're really just keeping them on Facebook's platform. But if you want them to take action on your own website and sign up for stuff, you have to run those ads for conversions. So if you know that you want to run list building ads, but it is 
challenging. I totally get it. I'm here to help. And next week, I am hosting a free live masterclass. I'm hosting it twice, June 2nd at 2 o'clock Eastern and June 4th at 5 p.m. Eastern, all about how you can build your list through ads, win back your time, and impact the world in a bigger way. I would love for you to join me. You can sign up for it at jenposick.com slash masterclass. So if you are listening to this later on in the future and you go to jenposick.com slash masterclass, you might not be able to still access that same uh, masterclass, but I would still give it a shot because I tend to put on evergreen ones so that you can still have some access to those resources. So I hope that you will join me for that. All right. So we already have our first break coming up. It's so crazy. So you are listening to The Ads Maven with myself, Jen Posick, on Inspired Choices Network. When we get back, we will continue to chat about what is working right now, May of 2020, for Facebook and Instagram ads. We'll be right back. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Posick, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to the ads maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to The Ads Maven. I'm your host, Jen Posick, here on Inspired Choices Network. So today we are talking about uh, what is working right now in May of 2020 and beyond for uh, Facebook and Instagram ads. And so I was telling you a little bit about how I lost my Facebook profile <laughs> and the craziness of that. I do want to give you one more uh, little story um, that I think is also very relevant for right now. So last week I got a text and it was from a stranger, and it said, Hi, Jennifer. I was driving by, and it put my address. I want to find a place to call home in the neighborhood. Would you be available to talk? And then it put their name, their full name, first name and last name. So here's the thing. I own my home. 
house is not listed for sale. I am not really interested in selling my house at the moment. Um, but I've gotten similar texts to this about once a month for the last like six months or so. And sometimes I respond and sometimes I don't. But these texts always feel so gross and so spammy. And sometimes when I respond, I'm like, great, how much are you offering? Because, I mean, honestly, if the price is right, yeah, maybe I would sell my house. But this one felt really gross for a few reasons. So first off, nobody calls me Jennifer. I go by Jen. Second, this guy left his full name. So I looked him up on Facebook because that's what everybody does, right? So he's a realtor, which is no surprise. And he clearly got my name and my address and my phone number from the NLS. Um, but the thing is, like, he's a realtor. And in the text, it said, like, I'm looking for a place to call home in the neighborhood, which is like, it feels extra spammy and gross because, like, clearly that's a lie, right? He's a realtor. He's looking to sell my house. He's looking to make me a client. But I don't know this guy. I've never met him. He's a stranger, and he just, like, popped into my texts, which, like, sometimes, like, we get, like, spammy phone calls, and that's one thing, like, I know to ignore them, especially my area code is from where I used to live, not where I currently live, so I know I get a phone call from a number with my area code that's the same as my phone. I don't pick it up because I know it's going to be spam. If I get a call from the, the area code that I live in, there's a much higher chance that it's going to be okay. But this was a text. So it just felt kind of like an unsolicited dick pic, right? And so here's the thing. Eventually, whenever we do decide to sell our home, I'm not going to be using a stranger that I know nothing about. We know several awesome realtors that are friends. So of course we're going to be using one of them because we buy from those we know, those we like, and those we trust. I know you've heard me say this before. I'm kind of like a broken record about it, but it's true. And again, that goes back to why growing an email list is so important because instead of cold calling or cold texting, you're giving value, growing the know, like, and trust factor so that when you make those offers, people are more likely to join you instead of just ignore you or report you for spam, which is what I would like to do with that guy and that text because it's so gross. So again, I mentioned this before, but I'm giving a masterclass next week, June 2nd, June 4th, all about growing your email list using ads and how to do that in a way using my proven method to make it work. You can sign up for it, jenposick.com slash masterclass. I really hope that you will join me there. Um, I'm really excited for this one. You guys know that I over-deliver in my workshops and my events, and this one's definitely no exception. Also, you guys probably know that as a former elementary school teacher, I'm actually really good at picking things down, making it super easy and super simple to understand. So I hope that you'll join me again, jenposick.com slash masterclass. Okay, so let's get into a little bit more around list building because that is absolutely one of the things that is working right now in the world of Facebook and Instagram ads. So when the pandemic hit, this weird thing happened 
where a lot of advertisers jumped off of Facebook, more people are home and on their devices, so Facebook ad costs went down, which they have not gone down in a long time. They've basically just been going up and up and up for the last several years. Now, I will tell you, I am seeing across all of my clients that those ad costs are not staying super low. I think as states are opening up, as places are opening up, as people are getting a little bit tired of just being home and being on their phones, I think that might be why we're starting to see ad costs starting to go back up a little bit and almost like normalized. Now, I'm still seeing for some clients, I'm still seeing some amazing ad costs, but I think it really depends on business and what you actually, what you do, what type of business you have and what's most needed right now. So in general, yes, ad costs are lower. I don't think they're going to stay that way. And I, I would say I am seeing them already starting to go back up. However, I think list building is still one of the best things that you can do. Now, there's multiple ways that you can do it. Like the kind of the classic way to build your list is through a lead magnet. So a lead magnet is something that you give of value. It gives like a quick win to um, to your people. So it's giving them, it's like solving a little bit of a problem so that then they can just kind of dip their toe into your world and learn more about you while still getting a quick win. You have to make sure that your lead magnet um, makes sense for what your offer is. So if your lead magnet is not aligned, they're not going to be interested in everything else that you're offering. Like the, I think one of the best examples, sometimes I have seen people do lead magnets that are a giveaway. And I think a giveaway can absolutely work. Um, one of my students is an artist. When he ran... Uh, he ran a giveaway to grow his list. He, It was so crazy. He had like 10,000 people signing up for it. And this was just like mostly organic too. It was amazing. But he was giving away his artwork. However, I've seen some people that are like, oh yeah, I'm doing a giveaway for an iPad. Well, yeah, I'm going to register to win a free iPad. But that doesn't mean that I need or want anything to do with what your business is about, right? So you have to make sure that whatever your lead magnet is, is aligned with what you are offering. So your lead magnets can be, it could be a guide. Um, so I have my free guide, my roadmap to profitable Facebook ads. You can check that out, jenpossick.com slash roadmap. Uh, it could be a quiz. Um, I have a quiz that is all about our Facebook ads, a perfect match for your business, kind of like a dating quiz. You can check that out, jenpossick.com slash quiz. It could be a checklist, a cheat sheet. Um, one of my clients is running ads for her lead magnet, which are curated podcast episodes. So if you have a podcast or a radio show like this, um, you have a lot of episodes. It's a lot of content there for you. And when somebody goes to your podcast and finds it, sometimes it can be really overwhelming to figure out, okay, what do I really want more information on? What do I really want to dive into? And so what she's done is she has created um, just her top podcast episodes that have the biggest impact. So that's another example of a lead magnet. And in that case with the, the curated podcast episodes, that's hardly any additional work 
because she's already she's already done the work of those recording those podcast episodes, right? All right, so those are some examples of lead magnets. Um, think for yourself, what would make a good lead magnet for you? What are some ideas that you have that's going to make a quick win? It's going to be totally aligned with what you have and will give somebody just a taste of what you offer. All right, so when you're running ads for a lead magnet, I'm typically looking for people to get uh, results between $1 and $5 a lead. Now, again, that depends a little bit on your business. It depends on um, your audience, who you're really trying to reach. So some businesses tend to be more around that like $5 range. If it's like a smaller audience, they're like highly, I want to say curated, but I don't think curated is the right word. But it, oh, like highly niched where it's just like a small audience where maybe you're trying to reach um, like only insurance agents or only wedding planners or only this one specific type of job, right? Um, so if you reach people outside of it, if it's if it's just not relevant, it's not going to be relevant, right? Um, in that case, that like $5 leads might make a little bit more sense. Um, however, those dollar leads are totally possible. Um, one of my students, I recently helped her get some ads up and running. She is a mindset coach, and a lot of people can use mindset coaching for sure. Um, so she has a great magnet she put together, and so we got her ads up and running. She was able to bring in a hundred new people for a dollar six a person, which is amazing, right? So those dollar leads totally possible, totally doable. Oh, one of the other things that you can even do that's kind of like a lead magnet is bringing people into a Facebook group. So you can also run ads to grow your Facebook group just like you would for a lead magnet. So let's talk a little bit about what that funnel actually looks like if you're going to run those ads to uh, to grow your list. And actually, even if it's just organic, if you're not going to do it as, with ads, it's still going to look very similar. So you are going to have a post or an ad that's going to take them to a landing page. The landing page is going to give a space for them to sign up onto your email list so that you can deliver that lead magnet. Um, so it's going to be connected to your email service provider, right? So when I say email service provider, I mean something like MailChimp or AWeber or Constant Contact or Keep, uh, Something like that, I do not mean Gmail or Yahoo or something like that. You have to be able to automate those emails. Then it's going to take them to a thank you page after the fact, right? On the landing page, you want to make sure that you have Facebook pixels, like just the regular Facebook pixel. On the thank you page, you want to make sure that you have a standard event pixel for leads. If you cannot do that, you want to make sure that you have a custom conversion. So add goes to a landing page. They sign up, they put in their information, it's going to take them to the thank you page, and then it's going to direct them to their email list. Okay, So that's what that, that funnel looks like. It's going to be the same for other types of ways to grow your list. We're going to talk about those other types of ways to grow your list in just a minute when we come back. So right now we're going to take a quick break, and we'll continue chatting about that in just a few. So you are listening to The Ads Maven with Jen Posick on Inspired Choices Network. 
We'll be right back. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Palsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to the ads maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm Jen Posick, the Ads Maven here on Inspired Choices Network. Okay, so we're talking about ways to grow your list. Before I get back to those ways, I want to tell you another quick story. So I've been a member of a local BNI chapter for, oh gosh, well, almost a year. It's coming up on a year. I joined last August, right? Um, with BNI, so if you're not familiar with it, it's Business Networking International. Um, it is a networking and referral um, organization. It's worldwide. There's chapters all over the place. And one of the things about it is it's seat specific, meaning you can only have one person per seat represented in the group. So occasionally, well, not occasionally, all the time, we'll be looking to fill certain seats. And recently, my chapter, so my chapter is a fairly large one. We have a little over 70 people, which I will tell you makes for, because with the pandemic, our meetings have been moved online. Um, it's a little bit crazy. And with that, uh, yeah, it's a little intense. Um, I'm honestly not looking forward to going back to the in-person ones with having such a large chapter. I also don't know when those will actually happen, but that's okay. We'll see. Um, anyways, so from time to time, we'll be looking for specific seats to be to be filled. And recently, we've been looking for one of the seats that is like the most wanted is a bookkeeper. And um, because I run list building ads, because I grow my email list through putting out lead magnets and workshops and things where I'm giving value, I don't do any type of like cold calling or reaching out to people or anything like that. But with B&I, we're looking for specific seats, right? And so the other day, I was in a different networking meeting online, and this woman who I had never met before introduced herself, and she was a bookkeeper. And I don't know her, but I was like, hey, that's perfect. She's local. It was a local networking thing. So I sent her a private message on Zoom and was like, hey, just to let you know, my BNI group is looking for a bookkeeper. Would you like to come visit a meeting? And it took her several minutes before she responded. And she said, no, thank you. <laughs> Not interested. And I have to tell you, I felt kind of gross about it. Now, I know I didn't do anything wrong. I know that. All I did was invite her, and 
she declined. No big deal. I know that like BNI like has a lot of value. I know that there are a lot of people that are making money from BNI. I have made more than my investment from joining BNI from referrals that I've gotten. But still that like putting myself out there, it just, it felt icky. And I think the reason for that is I don't like to, I don't like to cold call people. I don't like to like do that thing where it's like putting yourself out there. And I know it's interesting because I know in like the world of network marketing, a lot of, that's kind of like what people are encouraged to do is like message people and put the, put it out there. And I think that's part of why network marketing gets such a bad rap, which I know I talked about, I had an episode about network marketing a few weeks ago where we talked a little bit about that. It just felt gross and it just continued to like reaffirm why I feel so strongly about growing your email list and putting it out there in ways where you're just like giving value, giving people the choice, but you're also not having to... It's not like awkward or icky. It's like putting it out there, but giving people the chance to like, they sign up if they want to sign up. They don't have to, it just feels so less icky. Okay. I hope that that makes sense. That's kind of like a weird, weird way to talk about it, but I feel like it's so true. Okay. So we talked about lead magnets. Let's also talk about special offers. So a special offer is very similar with a special offer. Oh my gosh. The whole point of me telling you this story was to just say again, I do hope that you'll join the master class that I'm offering, but it's all related with list building. So to sign up for that, jenposick.com slash masterclass. Yeah. Um, okay. So a special offer is an offer that you are giving that works well for, um, usually like local businesses, service-based businesses. So a special offer is basically a deal, a discount, some type of special offer where you're growing your list, but you're also giving people a way to give you money right away. So a good example that I give a lot with this is ads where that I ran for a chiropractor where typically an initial visit to the chiropractor's office is like $75. With this special offer, it was $27 for the initial visit. So we ran the ads to get people to sign up for her list, but they're, they're raising their hand and saying they want that initial visit. Then she had her receptionist would follow up with everybody that signed up. Uh, then they come into the office, they're paying for that initial visit, but then based on their condition, based on what they actually need, she's selling them on her services for ongoing. Okay, so that's going to be a special offer. Another example of a special offer, so that could be like a stylist who's giving like 50% off cut and color for their initial visit because they know that once somebody is a stylist or a client with them, they stick around. Um, another could be a free initial session at a, uh, at a gym or at a Pilates studio, something like that. Does that make sense? Okay, so that would be like a special offer. You could also do like a small offer. With a small offer, it's going to be a little bit longer to grow your list um, because people are giving you money right off the bat. 
but it could still be effective. So with a small offer, those are typically like 7 to $37. You might be seeing a lot of these in your newsfeed recently because small offers are definitely hot right now. Sometimes they're called tiny offers, called other things. Usually you'll see them for $27 or $37 where um, it's giving value and it's giving a lot of information for a small amount. So it's not a big investment. Um, so I have a small offer about with a $27 offer for a training to um, that walks you through how to run ads inside Ads Manager, how to set up your ads, because Ads Manager is very nuanced and it's not intuitive. So it's a $27 offer, right? So quick investment, easy investment to get a lot of value from it. Um, one of the ones that a small offer that I have purchased was... Um, Oh gosh, it was something like 20 different email templates. And writing emails is very challenging. So having email templates to go from was an amazing deal and I absolutely signed up for it. And even though like once I signed up for it and I looked through the templates, some of them I'm kind of like, eh, I, that's not really, like it doesn't really work for what I'm trying to do. I still wasn't mad because it was only $27, right? Um, so special offer, small offer. And the other way that we have to grow our list is through, uh, it's kind of like a bigger investment, like a webinar, a challenge, or a workshop, um, or a master class. So with any of that, it's a bigger time investment from people. So sometimes if you're running ads to it, it can be a little bit more expensive. So you're looking at more at like the 3 to $5 range for those leads instead of that $1 to $5 range. But with a webinar or a challenge or a workshop, like, yes, you'll get some people. If you're running those two, so I have gone back and forth about this a little bit. But in general, what I suggest for any of those, run those ads to your warm audience. So when it, we're talking about a warm audience, those are people that have already engaged with you in some form. So when you run Facebook ads, we can reach our warm audience four ways. Anyone that has engaged with your Facebook business page in the last year, anyone that has engaged with your Instagram business profile in the last year, anyone that has visited your website in the last 180 days, as long as you have a Facebook pixel on it, and anybody that is on your email list. Now, in order to upload your email list, you do have to have a business manager platform instead of just ads manager. So with that, um, I do suggest for the webinar, run the ads to your warm audience. However, I think you can still run those ads to your cold audience. And I am seeing from several of my clients that webinars, workshops, challenges are still a way to get sales from a cold audience. Uh, one of my clients, we ran ads recently to uh, – webinar that she gave where she was selling people into her membership, she had almost 100 people join her membership, and a lot of them were cold audience. They were brand new to her, to her world. Um, I had another client run, uh, basically it was like a 10-day challenge where she ran ads to that, um, had a ton of people join the challenge, and I know she had, I think she had about like, she was promoting her $1,000 course at the end, and I know she had at least like 80 people join her course. It's 
pretty amazing, right? So running ads to both a warm audience that already knows you, but then also to a cold audience for a webinar, a challenge, or a workshop where you're promoting a larger um, a larger thing. So like ads for your lead magnet, you would just run that to your cold audience because you don't need to run it to your warm audience because they're already on your email list. You could just send it to them. However, if you're doing something where it's a webinar, a challenge, a workshop, a masterclass, you want, you can run those to both your warm and your cold audience. Okay. All right. So when it comes to a cold audience, so there's two main ways to run ads to a cold audience. So you have the layered targeting. That's your detailed targeting inside of Facebook. You can also do um, lookalike audiences. So layered targeting, that's – so let's say I want to – let's say your ideal audience are moms who are also entrepreneurs, and they also tend to be interested in law of attraction. So one of the mistakes that I see people making way too often with the detailed targeting is they'll put in um, parents and they'll also put in entrepreneurs and let's say they put in Facebook page admins and business page admins and small business owners and they also put in law of attraction but they put it all together in one chunk. When you're running it that way, it's going to be the audience is going to be way too large. You want your audience size to be around a million if you're targeting by country or larger. But also, that's saying, I want to run it to moms or entrepreneurs or people interested in law of attraction, which is three entirely different people. And if it's like a little Venn diagram, most of those people are not going to be all three unless you use that layered targeting. So with layered targeting, it's like this and, or, but not. And you're able to say, I want it to run to people who are moms and they need to also be entrepreneurs and they need to also be interested in law of attraction, okay? So another example could be your ideal audience are entrepreneurs who are also Christians, who are also social justice warriors, right? So you're able to do that by excluding or, sorry, by narrowing further. You can also exclude, but honestly, I very rarely use the exclude button when it comes to Facebook ads. Usually, I will just continue to narrow further and narrow further and narrow further. All right, so we have our last break coming up. When we get back, let's talk a little bit about lookalike audiences, and we'll continue to ch chat about what's working right now, May of 2020 and beyond, for Facebook and Instagram ads. So you're listening to The Ads Maven with myself, Jen Posick, on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The Ads Maven, Jen Posick, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to The Ads Maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. 
Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm Jen Posick, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. Oh, you guys, this is kind of crazy and honestly a little bit bittersweet because this is my like season one of the Ads Maven uh, finale episode. So after uh, today's episode, we're going to be taking a little hiatus from from the show, but we'll be back at some point. Um, okay, so we are talking all about what's working for Facebook and Instagram ads in May of 2020 and beyond. And one of the biggest things that is working, giving value, right? Now, honestly, this is what's been working for years. However, like there are some like nuances for how to do it, right? Um, so there's a lot of different ways that you can give value and grow your email list as you are running ads. So we talked about lead magnets. We talked about special offers. We talked about small offers. We talked about webinars, workshops, challenges. Okay, and so with the with the webinars, workshops, and challenges, I suggest you run those to a warm audience as well as to a cold audience. For the other ones, you're going to run those to a cold audience only. And so we were talking about you have the layered targeting, that and, or, but not. So you want to make sure you're running it to moms and entrepreneurs and interested in law of attraction, not just moms or entrepreneurs or interested in law of attraction. You want that Venn diagram to meet in the middle. You only want to get that little piece of the Venn diagram that actually uh, actually meets, right? Um or you can choose lookalike audiences. So now lookalike audiences are when you give Facebook a warm audience of some type. Wow, some that was the combination of kind and type. Um, so you give Facebook a warm audience of some kind that has at least 100 people in a country. And Facebook is able to create a larger audience that looks like the audience you gave them. So that could be um, a lookalike audience of your email list. It could be a lookalike audience of your clients. It could be a lookalike audience of um, people that have engaged with you on Facebook, people that have visited a specific web page. So you have lots of things, people that signed up for one specific workshop, right? So you have lots of ways that you can reach that, um, that you can create that lookalike audience from. Uh, the stronger the base audience is, the stronger the lookalike audience will be. I highly suggest playing with and trying out lookalike audiences because they tend to be really effective. All right. So um, I want to tell you one more quick story. So this story is about a woman named Becky, which is not actually her name. When I first met with Becky, she had spent a few thousand dollars on ads, and she had not gotten a single lead from those ads, which was kind of mind-boggling to me because when I looked at her ads, her ads were okay. Like there, her like there were a few things that I had suggestions with to like tweak the copy, but her ads were fine, and her landing pages were beautiful. Um, she was definitely like an artist. They were like pretty, but they and they like got the job done. They sent them to uh, thank you pages. But when I got in and started looking at the back end of it, I started looking at what was actually going on. And one of the biggest things is she was running ads for the wrong uh, objective. And I have seen this issue 
way too many times. It's actually something that I also uh, made this mistake back when I first started running ads for my family's business back in 2015. Um, I was... At first, I started running those ads for traffic, which was a mistake. But with her ads, she had actually been running them for reach. Now, running ads for reach is like you almost never want to run it for reach. The only time it makes sense to run it for reach is if you are running the ad to a very hot audience that you have like primed and prepped and they have already raised their hand and taken some action and you want to make sure it's a very small audience. You want to reach everybody in that audience. That's the only time you want to run those ads for reach because what it's doing, it's not running the ad for people most likely to take the action that you want them to take. It's running the ad for the people that are um, just to be able to see that ad. So it's taking that ad and showing it to everybody in the audience so that everybody will see the ad at least once. Now, if you're running your ads to grow your list and you have an audience of about a million people, you totally don't want everybody to see that ad. Instead, you want to run those ads for conversions so it will show the ad to the people in your audience that are most likely to convert, the ones that are actually most likely to sign up for your lead magnet, for your special offer, your small offer, for your workshop, right? Run those ads for conversions. Now, one of the other things that, you guys, this one is, this like makes me crazy and actually makes me like really pretty angry because she had actually been running ads with somebody who was calling themselves a Facebook and Instagram ads expert. So it wasn't even her who was actually running those ads for reach. It was actually somebody that she was paying money to run those ads. So one of the biggest things, if you are paying somebody to help you run ads, please, please, please make sure they know what they're doing. Make sure that you talk to them. Make sure that like you see what they're offering. Okay. I unfortunately have like, that was like the first time that I'd seen that happen, but it has not been the last. I have seen so many people getting just really weird results or bad results or just like just results are not as good as they could be from bad advice from um, ads managers that clearly don't really know what they're doing. Um, recently, I talked to somebody where her ads were getting results and they were bringing in leads, but it was like they were targeting not quite the right people. And when I looked at the ad copy, the ad copy, honestly, it looked cheap. She's a photographer and she's selling like boudoir sessions and the ad copy, it just like didn't seem like her, the sessions that she offers are just like really classy and like people are spending a lot of money, like a few thousand dollars with if they're like buying photos and getting the prints and all of that. And the the way the copy read, it just did not seem like it was high-end, and it just didn't really match her brand. So make sure your person knows what they're doing. Make sure that they are keeping you in mind. Make sure that they are just doing a good job. So um, again, I am giving a masterclass next week talking all about building your list, saving time, making money, 
using ads, I would love for you to join me there. You can sign up jenposick.com slash masterclass. If you go there and it is past June 2nd or June 4th, I will most likely have some type of um, some type of workshop, some type of masterclass there for you to still access because I do try to make that evergreen after the fact so that it's still usable. Also, if you know that you would like to run ads and would like to chat, if you would like to schedule a consultation, see if we are a good fit to work together, I would love to chat with you. You can sign up for a time on my calendar if you go to Calendly, C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y dot com slash Jen Posick. So Jen Posick, J-E-N-N-P-O-S-S-I-C-K. Um, I've talked about this before, but essentially I offer done for you services where I'm running ads management. Uh, I'm the one doing the work. I also offer done with you services where we work together to get your ads up and running and as effective as possible. Now, I have some clients who they come in and right away they know that they want to just do done for you. They do not want to learn how to do it. That's totally fine if that is you. I also have clients who come in and eventually they know that they want to hand it off to somebody, but they want to understand what's going on with the ads before they do that, which I love and I actually think that that's really important. I think that when you understand what's going on with your ads, when you do hire an ads manager, whether it's me or somebody else, I think it's your ads tend to just do better because you know you know what they can do, you know how they work, and it helps you have a better understanding of just possibilities. I do highly recommend um, the done with you. I think that that is really awesome to know what's going on with your ads. So I would love to chat with you. Feel free to sign up for a consultation, calendly.com slash Thank you so much for being my listener, for being a part of my posse, and I will see you next time on The Ads Maven. I will see you soon. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to The Ads Maven. Jen Palsik will return next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. See you next week where we will dive into more Facebook and Instagram ad strategies.